Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Perrine Fark. Perrine Fark is the Managing Director of Inspired Human. She is also the best-selling author of Inclusion, The Ultimate Secret to an Organization's Success, and The Successful Hybrid Team, What the Best Teams Know About Culture That Others Don't, and also the founder of Inspired Human, a leading diversity and inclusion consultancy based in London. Perrine was also nominated in the top 50 most influential women in the UK tech by Computer Weekly and a judge at the Diversity in Tech Award. Perrine helps organizations create inclusive and diverse workplaces that better attract, retain, and develop talent. Well, good afternoon, Perrine. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon, Brian. Thanks for having me again. Yes, it's been a while. I think it was about two years ago we had you on the podcast here, but you've obviously have written another book here, and that's obviously why we're meeting again. And I love you getting on the call today. I know you're based out of the UK in the London area. So again, I appreciate the time and so great to have you on again. Perrine, let's switch gears, jump right into these questions here, because we want to dive into some really good stuff. Again, great to have you back two years later. You were talking about your first book back then, but now you've just published the second book. We're going to talk about the successful hybrid team. Could you fill us in on what you've been doing the past two years that led you to write your second book? Absolutely. It's been busy. So um, I've been helping businesses with attracting talent and retaining talent by uh, really embedding diversity and inclusion in their culture. So really partnering with organizations, partnering with leaders to ensure they have a great culture that attract and retain talent. I've delivered another TEDx talk as well. I've been interviewed on the BBC a few times. And of course, I've published my second book with Wiley which was a wonderful experience. And I have so much more respect than I already had before for published authors. It's so much work, but it's worth it. That's awesome. And you do put in a lot of work. I see it. I see the work that you put in there just out on social alone. And so writing a book on top of that's got to be certainly a heavy lift. So thank you for sharing that. You're an inspiration to me and many others. Trust me. Thank you. You're very welcome. Okay, Perrine, let's talk about the second question here, the four pillar framework, right? The big thing that I did take away and I highlighted in the book actually is around the four pillar framework is those four things are obviously create a unified hybrid leadership team, build extreme transparency, over communicate through all channels and unify cross-cultural hybrid teams through culture awareness. Would you say this is the blueprint for leading a successful hybrid team? Yeah, I think, you know, leading a successful business today in 2023 is you have to embrace hybrid work, right? Regardless of your company's policy, it's the way customers work, it's the way partners work, it's the way vendors work. So if you want to be successful in 2023, you have to embrace hybrid work. And and based on my work with so many organizations, I can say that, yes, leaders need to become really, really great at communication, uh, transparency, cultural awareness, and unifying their leadership team. In my experience, I found that if leaders can do those four things, they are usually in a very good place when it comes to running a successful business. Awesome. Thank you. And we were just talking about this before we hit the record button, but it is certainly an uphill battle in some cases with managing a hybrid team. Obviously, everybody's doing it now, even though the pandemic's over. I think we're in that mode and and some people are struggling with it, obviously, because they're making people come back into the office. And there's good reason for that in some occasions, of course, but uh, it's certainly a challenge. So thank you. 
Perrine, third question here, point in the book I thought fascinating was you talked about a CEO that implemented a single source of truth intranet where she built extreme transparency to ensure the team's success. Maybe you could share your thoughts on extreme transparency. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I have, as you know, I have a whole chapter on the topic of transparency in hybrid work. I think the whole idea behind that is really that imagine if you're an employee in hybrid work and Perhaps you have some doubt. The fact that you're remote, the fact that you're maybe you're not in the office every day, you have more doubts around, is my job secure? Is my company secure, financially stable? Am I am I safe? Especially in the tech world, there's been a lot, lot of layoffs happening and a lot of tech companies, you know, Salesforce, Facebook, Twitter, and other companies. So a lot of people might be feeling, okay, is am I safe? You know, is it a safe place to be, etc. So the idea of transparency is that if the leaders are actually talking about the issues, because let's face it, no business is a straightforward, sort of happy, <laughs> ever always happy scenario. There are going to be some bumpy, some bumps in the road. So if leaders talk about those challenges in an open way with the team, what it's going to do is it's going to make employees feel that actually they know, they understand what's going on and they are part of the discussion as opposed to, you know, there is leaders completely ignore the, the challenges of maybe of the macroeconomic situation and the challenges that are happening in industry. And as a result of that sort of silence radio, employees feel even more, let's say, scared or anxious. So that's the idea behind transparency, being transparent, talking about some of the challenges. And in my chapter, in the chapter in my book, I talk about things like you know, attracting and retaining transparent people, encouraging leaders to embrace social media. That's that's an interesting one. The idea of uh, encouraging, not forcing, of course, but gently encouraging leaders to embrace social media. Maybe they prefer Twitter, maybe they prefer Facebook, maybe they prefer LinkedIn, but really talk about, okay, you know, we had a great week this week. It was really nice to have that team, you know, dinner, that team building, because it, they're actually sharing the, the culture, which is really important. So in an authentic way of of course, you know, in a way that's authentic to them and to their voice and things like promoting open communication. So I talk about implementing an open Zoom door policy. And by that, I mean that, you know, people are welcome to join a Zoom meeting where maybe they were not invited. As an example, uh, maybe leaders can have a weekly Friday lunchtime open Zoom door policy whereby anybody can book a meeting in their calendar to speak, for example. Or the I talk about creating a flatter organization, meaning less hierarchy if possible. It's not always possible, but having a more open kind of leadership to employee communication channel. So it, those are some ideas that I share in my book, especially in the transparency. But essentially, to answer your question, Brian, it's about creating that space where employees feel like they understand what is going on in their organization. They feel that they are part of the dialogue. They don't have all the answers, nor do the leaders have all the answer, but at least they are part of the discussion and, and they are in the loop. They understand what's going on. Thank you very much. That's helpful. I'm I'm taking notes actually here. This is so awesome. I want to get better as well as many other leaders across the world that want to get this hybrid work correct. So thank you. Perrine, last question here. And maybe you can share with our audience, what is the single most important message you could share with our audience on building a successful hybrid team? What a great question. Uh, it's not really, it's a really great question. I think really the fundamental of my message in this book and also in my previous book, really the fundamental of my message is understanding that building a great culture is not just nice to have, it's not just you know the right thing to do or just a nice to have, it's actually good to increase your business profits. So really it's understanding and understanding that 
again, building that great culture will increase your business profit. So making sure you have a plan to build a great culture to attract and retain great talent in 2023, is it, that's my message. So it, and ensuring that you do have a plan, you do have a strategy to have a great culture. You don't just talk about it, but you, you implement and you treat it as, a, as a, any other business priority and you follow through in order to at the end of the day, you know, impact the bottom line of the business, increase your profits and understanding those two things are very much interconnected. That would be my message. Thank you. I think that's great. And you're absolutely right. We've got to get that culture right. And I know once that culture is right in an organization, it becomes a very well-oiled machine. Obviously that helps with the bottom line. So thank you again. Perrine, we're going to switch here. I just wanted to let you know it was a pleasure having you on today, and I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Thank you, Brian. Bye for now. Bye.